generated into a social club for bored millionaires and celebrities who use its meetings as an excuse to indulge their jaded sexual appetites. Mom, do you really want to go and live in that hotel for the winter? Sure I do. It'll be lots of fun. What have you done to it? What have you done to its eyes? He has his father's eyes. Uncensored Cinephiles fans, it is me and Cutie B, also known as Pregnant B. <laughs> yeah. Hi. <laughs> and we're here to review Network, mm-hmm. the greatest movie about news corporations of all time. Apart from Anchorman. No, I think Network is better. <laughs> I'm only joking, yes. Network, Network was a better movie. Anchorman yes. was a better comedy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think Network can really be described as a comedy. It's yeah. like... It's a documentary about the f- <laughs> our world. <laughs> so, yeah. It's crazy so. to think it. I think it was made in 1975 or 76. That's uh, right. 1976. And it's yes. like... Just predicts everything about like the state of media in 2023 yeah basically (laughs) so you want to go through the movie and then we'll kind of like analyze it as we go because there's so much in this film of course yeah so so it starts out with mr howard beale yes and uh he has been told that uh, basically he's too old school and um they, you know, his ratings have dropped massively. He's a news anchor. He's, you know, quite dull. You know, people aren't really paying him much attention. And then, you know, he ha- reminisces about the the good old days of uh, broad- broadcast journalism. You know, the nineteen fifties with his uh, friend, um, who is, uh, oh gosh, bear with me two seconds. Max Schumer, who is played by, is it Robert Duvall? I can't remember, but anyway, him and uh, Max are sort of reminiscing, that's how it begins. And they're talking about like the good old days in the 1950s, and of, you know, then Howard kind of has a, a, a breakdown during his like last broadcast, and says that he's gonna kill himself. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like at this moment to announce that I will be retiring from this program in two weeks' time because of poor ratings. 
since this show was the only thing I had going for me in my life, I have decided to kill myself. So what she said? I'm going to blow my brains out right on this program a week from today. Ten seconds to commercial. Oh, tune in next Tuesday. That should give the public relations people a week to promote the show. You ought to get a hell of a rating out of that. A 50 share. Easy. And of course that gets everybody sort of like tuning in. Mm -hmm. And he does uh, his famous, I'm mad as hell, I'm not going to take this anymore speech, you know? And, yeah. Uh, but yeah. that, but the uh, Mad as Hell one wasn't the first broadcast. No, though, right? no, that was so. no, that was like the sec. His first one was like, oh, I'm basically gonna kill myself. Yeah, you know. And then he sort of like goes out and he's like wandering the streets, you know. And then he yeah. has like a sort of epiphany, and he goes in and sort of gives his speech. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, so let's so the first one where he says he's gonna kill himself. Yes. So like he knows he has like bad ratings. Yeah. Okay, and then he knows like a way to get ratings is to say some crazy thing like that, mm. and it's really funny because like even when he says it, his own um, like crew was not paying yeah. attention. In the news in the newsroom, yeah. Like yeah, his show is so boring that they're not even yeah. listening. And then like, like so it slips you know, out there and no one realizes it. Yeah. Right. just said he was going to blow his brains out next Tuesday. What are you talking about? Didn't you hear him? He What's just said... Howard just said he was going to kill himself next Tuesday. What do you mean Howard just said he was going to kill himself next Tuesday? He was supposed to do a tag on Ron Ness and... He said, to me next Tuesday, I'm going to shoot myself. What the hell's going on? I don't know. He just said he was going to blow his brains out. What the fuck's going on, Howard? You want to know what the fuck is going on, Howard? I can't hear you. Turn the studio mic on. Which I think is interesting because, you know, um, there have been uh, cases. I think there was a news um, reader in uh, sometime in the 1970s, early 1970s, called Christine, um, whose name, I can't remember her last name, but she actually killed herself live on air. And it's one of those things which is deemed lost media so it's out it's never been like released yeah that well people saw it because it happened live on air so people do recall it but the tape has been like archived and will never be seen again mm -hmm. uh, but there have been other cases where i think there was a was it a politician or somebody was doing a speech and then took out a revolver and you know uh, took their own lives so um, I can't remember who it was. It was some senator hmm. or someone who got called up on uh, charges, like conspiracy charges sort of thing. Um, mm. It was some political figure. So it is, like, interesting to think that um, all this sort of stuff was already existing or had existed or happened, you know, during... Yeah. Prior to this movie being made. So... You know, I don't know if that's like direct inspiration for the screenwriter, but uh, it's definitely something that, you know, the was part of the public consciousness prior to network being made. But 
a lot of what the film predicts um you know is happening in our yeah. in our current society so yeah. yeah i just think it's um yeah it's interesting that he's just so boring that nobody really pays him any attention yeah and then like he knows like to get the viewers you got to say something dramatic mm-hmm. uh you see that a lot like with online culture people say something dramatic <laughs> like i'm quitting the internet or yeah. like i'm you know killing yeah. my you know whatever yeah, like yeah. they say these crazy things to get views right yes yeah, so right like, so this happens all the time nowadays yeah right? but nowadays it's like we're so desensitized from it all we're just yeah. like oh that's clearly like a ploy to get views you know yeah like for instance we're watching jf Gareppi because we think he killed his wife so uh, like that's getting him views because yeah. everyone thinks he <laughs> murdered his wife right <laughs> So allegedly. like these are like yeah, yeah allegedly everything is allegedly yeah, yeah. allegedly it is a perfect crime allegedly yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah okay yeah, sure. anyways um so then he goes out and you you think it's just like an epiphany he has before uh, he has the big speech that he does ah uh, well I don't know what, I mean what do you think do you think it's some divine sort of intervention or something something speaks to him or i I think they're like trying to insinuate in the movie that Mm. it was like a divine spark Mm. that led him to have that like speech Mm. that he gave at that time so like the words are like given to him through like divine intervention Mm. if you will I'm imbued with some special spirit. It's not a religious feeling at all. It's a shocking eruption of great electrical energy. I feel vivid and flashing as if suddenly I'd been plugged into some great electromagnetic field. I feel connected to all living things, to flowers, birds, all the animals of the world, and even to some great unseen living force what I think the Hindus call prana but it's not a breakdown I've never felt more orderly in my life it is a shattering and beautiful sensation it is the exalted flow of the space-time continuum save that it is spaceless and timeless and of such loveliness on the verge of some great ultimate truth that's interesting yeah I mean because I mean most modern interpretations of the movie don't really draw much about the religious aspect of the film mm-hmm. um, and I think it like most pe- most um, film critics take a very cynical approach to the whole thing of course yes <laughs> yes naturally um, but this is uncensored cinephiles. No, I know. So we, so we, we go where the other critics won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's interesting because obviously he comes, he's not really, although we know we've been introduced to him, he doesn't seem like the type of, he seems like a very straight man, you know, like mm-hmm. not the sort of, it's not very passionate in terms of like, he's not. You just get the impression that he's not really paid any attention to the world around him. Yeah. Even though he's, like, 
uh, you know, a newscaster. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just there to read the news. He's not there to like. Yeah, and I, I think when he has or anything. the divine intervention thing, I think he doesn't even think it's that really. Like he's yeah. almost like just a, a vessel, yeah, right, we don't for know. the yeah. message from like uh, whatever divine thing was using him, right. right? Yeah, and it's interesting because he we don't ever see him like you know we just see him wandering around for a bit in his like yeah. in his coat and then he comes into the studio and he's all disheveled and he's still wearing yeah. his coat and he gives his <laughs> big speech and i think yeah i think it's uh it's, it's great one of the best monologues in cinema i don't have to tell you things are bad everybody knows things are bad it's a depression everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job the dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I want you to get up right now. Get up, go to your windows, open them, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. How many stations does this go out to? get mad. I know it goes to Louisville and Atlanta. I'm not going to take this anymore. Then we'll figure out what to do about the depression and the inflation and the oil crisis. But first, get up out of your chairs, open the window, stick your head out and yell, and say, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Who are you talking are they yelling in Atlanta, Ted? But first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. They're yelling in Baton Rouge. Get up, get up, get up out of your Son of a bitch! We struck the mother load. Stick your head out of the window, open it, and stick your head out and keep yelling and yell, I'm as mad as hell, I'm not going to take this anymore. Just get up from your chairs right now. Go to Where the window. Where are you going? Everybody I want to see if anybody's yelling. Open it and stick your head out and yell and keep yelling. I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take this anymore. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I mean, yeah, he starts it off and he's like, I don't know what to do about... And then he lists off a bunch of things. Some of those things mm. are literally things that we're dealing with now. Yeah. Like, I think he says inflation, mm. the Chinese, <laughs> yep. the Russians, mm -hmm. um, and maybe a couple other things, but like... You'll have to, like... But at least yeah. those, th like, those are, like, mm. literally, like... Yeah, it's, like, still all the stuff that we're, like, pretty much uh, dealing with now. Yeah. So, I think that's, like, interesting. It's, like, the film is, what, nearly 50 years old, nearly? Yeah. Or so, and it's still sort of, like, oh, yeah, nothing really has changed, so... Yeah, well, I mean, what he wanted people to do was get mad and... I think a lot of people are now at least awake and yeah. mad. Yeah, but then like they, but they just go to social media, right? And they just vent their anger there. But this is the thing, and then that goes yeah. nowhere. But this is the thing in in the film. He tells people to just open up their window and shout. I'm out of cell. Yeah, Twitter's the same thing. But yeah, yeah it's like you know, <laughs> it's like you know, he doesn't tell them to take action necessarily. Just shout about it and it's yeah. like okay that's ver all very well but you know they need more yeah. to do like yeah. you know there's no like march down to you know blah 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 or i don't want to obviously encourage people to do anything but you know what let's I mean. not like, say what i'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> let's not go there i also have to edit this video <laughs> yeah exactly but he doesn't sort of like give people any sort of um you know, like instruction on what to do. It's just, he's just there saying, vocalize it. And that's yeah. a, a lot of what you, you know, you're saying, like people just now, nowadays go to social media and. about this i'm mad about that it's like okay yeah. that's all very well but you're what you're going to do when it comes to voting or what you're going to do when it comes to actually making a real difference and it doesn't seem they're probably going to order uber eats and get mcdonald's at like 1am and then play video games <laughs> <laughs> and then whinge about things and yeah. whinge about yeah. you know how dumb the the driver was or something yeah <laughs> but i mean what I mean, meanwhile, back to network. Uh, <laughs> so obviously, that gets that speech uh, by Howard Beale gets a lot of attention. People gets, resonate with it, yeah. just like they do today, yeah. because that would be like a powerful speech. Oh yeah, definitely. Like to hear, you know. Yeah, and I think um, it's the way he delivers it, you know, and it's like so um, great about like it's just he's talking directly into the camera and you know you get like this real sense that something in him maybe for the very first time in his life has you know been lit up like he's now has like a sense of purpose yeah and of course like it gets the ratings and it gets the studio 
executive, sorry, Happy Me gets a, a young aspiring studio executive um, who's played by Faye Dunaway. Um, let me just try and remember her name. The woman. Um, uh, what's her name? Do Diane. Yeah, Diane. Yes. That's right, yep. Um, who... The the crazy... She, like, she's so, like, uh, the perfect example yeah. of the modern female the that The feminist has... type of woman who is, like, what career first, yeah. you know, everything else. Career first, Everything yeah. else second, you know? She's, like, um, kind like, of just... No va no. no actual values. No, I don't Like, she will endorse that. anything right. for she clicks seems, and views. Yeah, and... she's very, like, shallow in that, like, regard. She doesn't yeah. have... You just don't see, like, what... what where does like she stand? What does she stand for? college educated, like, marketing woman. Yeah. Right? I think, um, like, Faye Dunaway does, like, a really good, like, job uh, in that role oh yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. she's um, she's definitely the person that decided yeah. like dylan mulvaney should be on a bud light can <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, this is like, like she's like that what, woman she's like in tune <laughs> with what like what people are talking about you yes know? and it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, yeah. she's like if it sells then it sells she it, doesn't you know it, yeah. anything for views we'll try have, anything no she doesn't like, have any morals or just anything. throw shit against the wall and see if it works but like people <laughs> like I, i've read like film reviews she hulk you know yeah. that would oh, be yeah. one of her oh, shows yeah i've read like <laughs> film reviews and they're like oh she's like a modern woman and that's like really like good and it's like it's kind of like you know when we did the witch and like people were like oh it's like a feminist movie it's really empowering it's like okay why do they keep saying this about like these female characters like they're not like empowering to women they're like showing like femininity in like a bad way you yeah. know because she doesn't like have anything that makes her like warm or like a caring person she like destroys them a marriage and then like does then she's like too caught up in her career to actually care about the relationship that she you know claims she wants to have with um is it max um schumer uh you know the the guy who's like you know um friends with Howard Beale, you know, yeah. and leaves her his family, and it's like the director, the old guy. Yeah, he's the old school guy. Yeah, he's uh, the division president for yeah. the the um, news um, studio. So, base, you know, she's basically like comp pays him compliments and stuff, but she's only like there's no sense of like any love there she's just using him yeah she's climbing the ladder yeah yeah the so, old man ladder the old man ladder yeah yeah mm. and he's he's totally it's the modern willing. modern yeah. feminist way really you know well <laughs> so you know some would say that you know 
some corporate feminist types like to sleep with their bosses mm. in order to climb the corporate ladder. Yeah, yeah. that's very empowering. <laughs> she would be one of those types. Yeah. So. All right. But I just I I do kind of I like the character in terms of like she's very realistic in mm. because you I you know you know person personally people who are like that yeah you know and it's like yeah it's good to have like women as complicated messy characters but i don't think she's something that we should be necessarily you know encouraging women to be like because she's just like at the end of the movie uh you know she's left alone and i don't think she has anything apart from all right, well, let me throw a hypothetical yeah. at you. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm the character that is the boss, yeah. and you're the young, <laughs> attractive female. Would you climb my corporate ladder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. If you want my boss, shut up. Oh, I see another feminist felt it. <laughs> How did you think I got knocked up? (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, um, you know, where is she? What is she going to do? Like, where, where was she? She'll just continue to progress. But yeah, like, I don't see her character ever having like any satisfaction or like no, yeah. So would she enjoyment out of life? Yeah, so I think the best thing about, like, the dynamic there is... Mm. So you have Howard Beale. Mm. Howard Beale is the old-school, hard-news guy. Yeah. He's a part of the old-school news network that would go on air, Mm -hmm. and they would lose money, but as a public service, they would tell the public in some sort of fashion. We all know Mm. the news has always lied. But they would yeah. give them, like, actual news. Yeah. Like, you know, they'd be like, here are the world events of the day. Yeah. You know, they may put a spin on it for the powers that be, but, like, they would at least give people real news, mm-hmm. right? Which is, like, you know, these bills are going on in yeah. Congress. Like, things that actually matter. Yeah. Right? Then the other lady, she's representing, like, the, uh, you know, Diane... She represents soft news. Yeah. So, like, she likes, like, the, you know, the car chases. Yes, the the sexy stuff. The stuff that is now filling the news She would be all over the OJ, like, uh, car chase, wouldn't she? She would be, like, so, you know, that whole thing where they all... Like the white Bronco, yeah, with the glove and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would have been, like, you know... Yeah, she'd be like... Yeah, <laughs> but right. this is yeah. That's the thing. It's really strange. Like, but then the boss, mm, right? Yeah. The the direct boss of them. Yeah. Which was the old man. Mm. He was trying to like keep it as hard news as possible. Right. But he, but also balancing. Yeah. Like that corporate takeover that was happening mm. above him. Yeah. Which was like that, uh, the guy Howie. from the Godfather movies. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's his name? Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. Yeah. 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 Because he was like the corporate oh, guy. Oh, yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Sorry. Max, um, what's his face? Max Schumer, 
who is Beale's friend, he wasn't. I get he was William Holden, mm-hmm. who was being sorry. I said yeah, Devel, the ruthless, yeah. doesn't care about anything as long as Devel it's making Frank money. Frank Hatchet or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like what they're showing you there was like, and he was younger too, right? Mm. Than the old the guy that yeah. she slept with. So like what they were kind of showing in network was like the, young, the younger, up and coming, more powerful crowd yeah. was this ruthless. Yeah. Money hungry, like yeah, no ratings one, yeah, obsessed. ratings yeah. obsessed. Like they don't care about the public service of the news. It's interesting because, like, at that period of like, um, you know, nineteen seventy six, um, you've obviously had like a decade worth of uh, stuff from Vietnam on the news. You know, that was like the first war to be televised, really. Yeah. So that's obviously got ratings in, and then you've had like the JFK assassination, and everyone sort of like obsessed with that, and all the other assassinations which have happened. You know, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King and um, Robert Kennedy, and all that sort of stuff happening live. You know, on air, and then you've had uh, the Watergate scandal, and mm-hmm. uh, these are obviously big political things. But the way that they were maybe spun in the media, it's like like a television series. It's like, what's yeah. going to happen next? And, yeah. you know, of course, like you say, it's sort of like once you get into that sort of like serialization of these events happening with like constant updates and stuff. I mean, just yeah. look at how that like happened in, you know, our society now. And how the, like the news is always like this twenty four hour cycle. It's like you, you know, one big story after another after another. You need like constant updates and stuff coming out in order to stay relevant. Or then your news story will just like, you know, dive bomb and disappear, yeah. and you know, be out of the public consciousness. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso, Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible, one-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 I mean, look at how like certain stories of like you know, the Ukraine war was a good one that kept going for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Now no one's talking about it. It's just like, yeah. you know, disappeared. Yeah. Now it's obviously, there's stuff happening in Gaza. Yeah. But it's like, needs to be like constant updates about it. In yeah. like, and I think COVID was a brilliant one. 
Oh, can I mention COVID anymore? Can we talk about... Yeah, yeah, just call it the... <coughs> yeah. Just, no, just call it the flu. Yeah, the... the You're allowed to talk about the flu. Oh, I can talk about the flu, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe just, like, put something over that. Oh, like, no, I'll just beep that out. Beep! <laughs> Boop! Yeah. The, the thing that happened... That between yeah. between twenty twenty and on it's gone now. I mean, yeah, the the sniffles. Except for the in the minds of like certain people, I see <laughs> out in public. Well, that was a good one as well. Like <laughs> they literally had the death count up on on the screen, on the screen, yeah. and like you know, I remember. I'm surprised they don't have little. I don't want to give them ideas. No, but don't give them ideas. Don't give them a ideas. A funny unless one they would be. The, uh, you could put the, like, uh, global temperature, right? Like, whatever the average global mm. temperature is. Because there must be, like, a total average yeah. global temperature, right? Mm -hmm. And then make the, the dots for the end, like, really, really long. So, you know, it's, like, whatever. Let's say it's 72 Se degrees. Yeah. So, and yeah. it's, like, point... Zero, 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 zero. So then, like, you could have the very end ones always going up a little bit. <laughs> right? Yeah. So and then on, like, hotter days, you could have it going a little bit quicker. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then say, like, as you're doing your little reports on, like, climate change, you could have it going up, like, on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Right? And people could be like, oh, my God, I see the global temperature going up. <laughs> We're going to start focusing mainly on climate. Um... Uh, climate like global warming and like that's going to be our next like um, I don't know like what's the word um, it's our it's going to be our focus like uh, like our, our focus was to get Trump out of office right without saying it that's what it was right so our next thing is going to be for climate change awareness so that's like the next pandemic like story like that will yeah that will will beat to death but that one's got longevity you know what i mean it's not like there's a definitive ending to the pandemic or you know like it'll taper off to a point that it's you know not a problem anymore probably think it's going to take years so they'll probably be able to milk that for quite a bit Okay, I'm scared. It'd be like the death count thing. But, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, these are bad ideas. Don't anyone tell <laughs> the Illuminati any of this. <laughs> Some Illuminati oh. FBI handler right now is listening to me being like, hmm, I'm getting a promotion this month. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, it's interesting to see how, even though you say it's like soft news, it's still like, it's not really necessarily portrayed like that a lot of the time. It's still very much, like, made out to be hard news. Like... Yes. You know? So... There's lots of examples of that. It's like, can you spot the advertisement? Right. Right? I, this is a... That's the news. That's an ad. That's the news. That's an ad. That's the news. That's an ad. That's an ad. That's the new, oh no wait, that's an ad for cat food. My bad. Jesus Christ, he's off the charts. The thing that I, in fact, like <laughs> amazes me about America, so obviously the UK is like completely different, but you literally have like advertisements 
as in news. Yeah, disguised as news reports. reports. And I'm like, wow, that's just weird. It's like, why are we suddenly talking about like a a mop or something? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why a mop came to my head, but you know what I mean. Like, it's just so bizarre. Whereas, I mean, you don't really have like, you all have people sat around like the desk. Yeah. But in the UK, it's like it's a bit more casual, like the BBC sort of thing. They're sat on like on the sofa, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> oh, that's better. Like... I've seen your BBC news. It's very funny. Remember the guy that used to haul out of the closet in the morning to do the weather? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the BBC news, they have some poor man who does the weather, and they storm in the closet all night, and they drag him out in the morning to look... do the weather. I know. It just looks like he's been sleeping in his suit. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> and he's so happy to be let out. He's like, "Yay, it's weather time!" It's time. I'm free. Thirty <laughs> <laughs> like seconds, and he's like desperately like, trying to blink to like get a message out to his wife and children at home. Like, <laughs> send help. Oh, yeah, back in that closet, Danny. <laughs> Shopping back in, but yeah, it's. So, but there is We're talking like... about the movie Network, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I... If you just joined us. Hi. I don't know what uh, you it's were a doing. Network <laughs> movie review. If you just joined us, you're like 20 minutes in, and then you just skip forward <laughs> to this bit. Yeah. Uh, this is the best new movie podcast on the internet, in case you didn't know. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, we're laughing about it, but the state of the news at the moment is, like, really depressing. Yes. Um, And I think it's, like, I don't know, is it going to get better? Will it ever improve? I mean, nowadays, I think it's, I think it's got to a point where it's even worse in lots of ways, because not, it, you're not only competing with, like, cable news now, you have obviously the stuff on the internet and you have like news like yeah news shows you know in the form of info wars (laughs) (laughs) so and all that that sort of bullshit that you have you have like some yeah yeah, yeah. no i know what you mean though yes you know and they disguise themselves as news news presenters reading the news certain people i don't know if we're allowed to mention them um, you know, people who like to s- s- have cat boys, you know? Yo, America First, Nick Fuentes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, literally wears a suit. Yes. You know, and s- sits like he's In behind. In front of, uh... A green screen. With the, uh, Empire State Building lit up in the Israeli colors for the day that they set the Empire State Building up to be blue and white, Mm. which is interesting. Yeah, anyway, uh, he's, you know, these type of people present themselves in a way that anyone who wasn't aware of who they were and just happened to come across them, you would be fooled into thinking that they were news, you know, they were newscasters. And I think that's a dangerous thing to do. But that's just how our, we've thought, you know, we've seen, you know, we've been brought up to think anyone behind, sat behind a desk reading the news and in a, in a suit is someone to be trusted. 
you know? Yeah. Why would they ever lie to us about anything? You know, well, they're the news, right? So... Yeah. Um, and I think network is interesting because it's like... Even though I, I think Howard Beale is, a, you know, is saying a lot of truth, but he gets corrupted, right? Yeah, so, so he, he gets brought into the meeting mm, with yeah, so. the guys who own the news organization. Yeah. So. And they, uh, they're not too happy with him because obviously his show gets popular and he has it gets his show gets popular but it gets really weird because they have like all of these different like subcategories of mm -hmm. like there's somebody is a psychic and other yeah. things happening in it and it's like it becomes almost like a circus exactly um yeah <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Network News Hour with Sybil the Soothsayer. Jim Webbing, and here sits the Emma's Truth Department. Miss Matahari and her skeletons in the closet. But tonight, another segment of Vox Populi. Starring the mad prophet of the airways, Howard Beale. But, you know, people aren't necessarily tuning in for the so-and-so, the truth sale, or whatever it is. Or yeah. They're the tuning in for Howard and they are actually beginning to, you know, question things. And then he starts going off about this takeover by the Saudis. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that spells trouble for this, you know, the news corporation. Yeah, because they're trying to finalize mm -hmm. a deal with a bigger corporation to yeah. sell the news network. So, yeah. the, basically, the people that run the monetary system mm -hmm. are doing their thing. Yeah. And Howard is now getting in the way He's of that. He's getting a bit too close to the truth yeah you have meddled with the primal forces of nature mr bill and i won't have it is that clear you think you merely stopped a business deal that is not the case the arabs have taken billions of dollars out of this country and now they must put it back it is ebb and flow tidal gravity it is ecological balance Yes, a little too close to the truth, exactly. Yeah. So they bring him in for the big meeting. Mm, the big sit-down. The big sit-down. And they explain to him what? Uh, there are no countries. There are no borders. It's just, it's just about money. Exchanging money. Yeah. And um, basically, it's, you know, it's... Because Howard no, was worried about the Saudis taking over yeah, the news network, right? And then, based, you know, he's talk, trying to say about American values and American traditions being taken over and, you know, essentially being corrupted by a foreign influence. Mm -hmm. And then he basically gets told, like, yeah, that's going to happen, but there is no real 
American traditions. There are no values. We don't see it in that way. Yeah. You know, we are the bankers. We you know there is only one truth, and that is money. Yeah. Like it you are an old man who thinks in terms of nations and peoples. There are no nations. There are no peoples. There are no Russians. There are no Arabs. There are no third worlds. There is no West. There is only one holistic system of systems. One vast and immane, interwoven, interacting, multivariate, multinational dominion of dollars. Petrodollars, electrodollars, multidollars, Reichmarks, rims, rubles, pounds, and shekels. Like, basically, that. It's a scary, it's a very scary scene. Yeah, at the, at, he basically sits him down and is like, you know, you're not going to stop what's happening. Mm. The Your monetary power, system yeah. runs all of these things. Yeah. The countries don't even really exist. Mm -mm. It's not the Saudis taking over something in America. It's really the ebb and flow of the Saudis need to give back mm. because they were given so much money, so now they're pumping money back in through this kind of like money laundering thing yeah. of buying a company that's failing. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like how they they run like the monetary system. Right. And, and the interesting thing about that talk is if you apply that to what's actually going on in the world and you watch for instance, if you watch what the bankers are doing at the higher levels, yeah, you see them doing, which I showed in my documentary I just released, which is doing really good. Yeah, the little belt and belt and road wars documentary I just put out. Finding the link. Yes, below. you'll find that in the link down below. <laughs> but <laughs> basically, in that, and I used the clip from net this scene from mm. network in that because. Basically, like, if you look, they're restructuring the planet through these massive uh, infrastructure deals mm -hmm. that are funded by the World Bank, right? Yeah. Where, like, Russia, China, Israel, Iran, Palestine, uh, like, they're all a part of the infrastructure deal. Mm -hmm. Like, huge hundreds of billions of dollars yeah. going into these deals that help all of these countries and they're all working together on this. Mm. But then if you look in the news, you know, Israel is fighting Gaza, right? Mm. They just had the big Hamas invasion, right? Mm -hmm. Even though Israel created Hamas in the first place. Right. So it's just like this whole, like, yeah, you know, like just like they said, there is no countries. Mm -hmm. It's just about the monetary system and they create these wars right. as, like, part of that, like, ebb and flow of things and destroying countries to bring in big infrastructure mm. deals. It's And when, you, when you're, like, an average citizen looking at it, you can't make heads or tails of what's going on. Right. You're like, what the hell is all this? Like, why are the Chinese and the Russian, yeah. you know, like, he said at the beginning, but when you see the bigger picture, as they explain to Howard Beale, then you're like, oh... Oh, shit. Yeah. And then he goes from, like, because he then learns that truth, right? Mm -hmm. And the bankers basically, like, brainwash him into telling their message. Yeah, they're like, you know, basically, you'll continue with your program. Yeah, you keep you doing do your what, program. Do what we say, to tell them what we tell you to say, you know. And yeah. Like, the ratings start 
dropping, dropping. because the average citizen but they won't get rid of him doesn't want to hear what the bankers yeah want the, the people to hear mm -hmm. so like they try to use the sky that had grown like organic mm -hmm. prosperity and then they start having him spew their message and then he starts losing popularity yeah. it's really interesting because you can sort of like there are like it's kind of like Alex Jones I was a little just bit in a way. See, you can sort of see like comparisons with certain people. You know when they like uh, become big and they balloon up and they like overnight, and then you know you're like, oh yeah, I can resonate like, with re them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's almost like some like they do have this like meeting where they get pulled in and like <laughs> suddenly they're like changing their like whole stance and yeah. certain things and. Like, you know, whether it's, like, a celebrity or it's, you know, who suddenly starts saying things and then suddenly has to, uh, you know, do an act of public humiliation type of thing mm -hmm. and then walk back what they said. I'm like, oh, no, 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 that's not what I meant, you know. Yeah, like Kanye West. Yeah, right? exactly. His little recent... Uh... Yeah. Queen. And now he's married to like some Jewish handler. <laughs> Who knows what's <laughs> going on? Named Bianca, I believe. Oh. <laughs> I believe his wife's name is Bianca. Oh dear. Oh dear. So what happened to me, the MI6. <laughs> a redhead handler. <laughs> they knew my weakness. Yeah. They had, my, they had all my search results, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, uh. that scene in Network is really interesting because it's like, it doesn't feel... You're almost like... It, you're not expecting the movie to go there. Right? Yeah. And I think, like, a lot of it has been misinterpreted. Like, people have been like, oh, it's, like, very anti-capitalism and it's going on about that. And it's like, well, it's not necessarily, like... It's not really about capitalism. No, it's not it's about, about capitalism. That's it's about the, the world banking system. Yeah, it's very it's about like, naive to say, oh, it's about it's purely corporate about corporate takeover of yeah, news. It's like very naive to say it's just about yeah. capitalism because it's bigger than that. It's like yeah. a global thing and it's not just about American capitalism. It's like it's too complex. Yeah. Um, to just simply say I mean, this movie is very anti-capitalist because you're not really like describing what you know well it's certainly not pro-communist yeah. because they no, show no. how like <clears throat> so they have like the lady and she's looking for views right yeah and then Diana, what does yeah. she go out and she finds she finds like a black panther sort of but what are they they're communists yeah yeah and right, they're rot in their South American. Yeah, they're like a South American communist front. Yeah, that's like robbing banks to right. fund their communist revolution. What was? We're not sitting still for overhead charges. It's a cost prior to distribution. Dog, fuck with my distribution costs. I'm making a lousy two fifteen per segment. I'm already depositing twenty five grand a week with Metro. I'm paying WMRs ten percent off the top. And I'm giving this turkey 10,000 per segment, another five for this fruitcake. And Helen, don't start no shit with me about a piece again. I'm paying Metro 20% for all foreign and Canadian distribution, and that's after recruitment. The Communist Party's not gonna see a nickel out of this goddamn show until we go into syndication. Oh, come on, Lorraine. The party's in for 7,500 a week production expenses. I'm not. It's actually right. happening at the time there was that famous 
Um, they kidnapped that. Um, who I can't remember who they. Patsy, someone? Do you know? Like, oh yeah, some famous American got kidnapped. Yeah, and socialite, all and then they basically like brainwashed her, or well, did they brainwash her, or was she like how much was she like cooperating with them, and she went around. Um, or is Bones. it all just a big psyop? Who knows? Yeah. yeah, but of course, like you know, Diana is not thinking. She's not like on board with them. She doesn't really care about their beliefs, or she, you know, she's not trying to give them a platform because she's like fully intoxicated with like what they believe in. Yeah, she just wants. She knows it all. Sell. Yeah. Yeah, she knows it's going to get views because it's like bank robberies. Yeah, like communism. Like, you know, these like things. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like what all the cool (laughs) kids are into. Right? So, like, and it just shows, like, and and the communists are totally fine with it. They're totally fine with working a big corporation. Exactly. And, you know, know, using them to get money. It's funny. They go to, like, have a meeting with, like, the leader, the guy there in the house. Yeah. Judges! Man, give her the fucking overhead claws. Let's get back to page 22. Five, small a, subsidiary rights. Where are we now? Page 22, middle of the page, subsidiary rights. As used herein, subsidiary rights means without limitation any and all rights. Uh, and it's like, you know... And he's like just playing a role. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really care. They don't have no. any actual communist values. No, exactly. Right? It's like... It's ridiculous. It's, everybody... It's very interesting because it's like... Uh, predicting, like, the grifting sort of thing. Yeah, You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the whole... Like, everybody's a star. Everyone's a celebrity <laughs> sort of thing. You know, in, like... You know, the reality TV sort of way. You know, but it's yeah. even worse now because... You know, you have the likes of TikTok, so you know mm. you can get millions of views, and you have a lot. You know, you can become like famous in that regard for just being horrible, a horrible person. You yeah. know, so it kind of predicted that sort of like weird thing that we are suddenly like narcissistic, ob- you know, self-obsessed society where you know. It's all about clickbait and, you know, views and stuff. So, yeah, and of course, she uses that, you know, once Howard Beale starts to lose ratings again, they're like, well, we've got to get him off the air somehow. So, let's use a little communist friends to, to bump him off. Live on air. Live on air, because, you know... That's got to be a first. That's got to be a first. That's like, you know, a live assassination. And it's, it's like... So what do we do about this Beale son of a bitch? Suppose we'll have to kill him. I don't suppose you have any ideas on that, Diana. Well... What would you fellas say to an assassination? Not 
network news anchorman on the UBS network news show, known to millions as the mad prophet of the airwaves, was shot to death tonight in a fusillade of automatic rifle fire just as he began this evening's broadcast. Really dark. Dark and like a crazy ending. And but it's also pretty funny. It's, it's funny, but it's like... Definitely comedic. Yeah, because yeah. it's so absurd. Yeah, but it's... it's not really because, like I've said, you know, we've had all sorts of stuff actually happen live on air. You know. Yeah. In like, I mean, we've had nine eleven. I mean, that all happened live on air. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had all this, all the other stuff. We've had, you know, assassinations being captured live on air and stuff like that, and. Uh, yeah. You know, it's how how much has happened just purely for views. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Network. It's a good film. <laughs> it is a good film. I just, I, I mean, I can't see it be a, fi- you know, like a film that could have could necessarily be made today. Do you know what I mean? No, because, it shouldn't even be made today. No, it's just so, and it feels so re- like fresh and relevant yeah even though it was like made in 1976 and I, I I think like even the moments where you have more of a human sort of like melodrama aspect to the movie like obviously the whole Diane and Max um, relationship and he goes to tell his wife that you know he's wants a divorce and mm-hmm. she's really sort of like you know sort of I don't know just like you've got to throw this all away type of thing but it's like a very reserved type of thing there's no sort of like big fight or anything like that it's but that's what kind of is interesting it's like there's so all the it's like the there's so much drama happening in these characters lives that when they have their own dramatic moments it's just it's like they've just been stripped of any emotion you know so um, and like I say in the end like nobody really comes out of it in any like as any winner or victor everybody is like a victim Mm -hmm. you know even if they're not fully aware of it yeah they're all being exploited in some fashion you know yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> Except for the bankers. Who are well, you know, they, they get, got ex- what they wanted. Exploiting everyone below them. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. And they have, like, their head henchman guy who's, like, that, uh, oh, God, Duvall character. What's his name in the movie? Uh, doesn't matter. Frank. Frank, yeah. Yeah. They have him, like, as their head, like. Yeah. You know, corporate, like, scumbag type character. I know. It's like none of the characters are, like, really. I think because if you're going to get to that level in that part of society, you have to be, like, that Diane character to Mm. climb the ladder. Yeah. Who the hell wants to be like that? Well, she's not not happy at all. No. No. She's just like, when we see her, she's like. I don't know. 
Yeah, so it's just like no way to live. There's it's like that awful. really weird, awkward sex scene where yeah. she's just like she's sleeping with like old men. Like, and she's like still talking gross. to him, and then like she finishes super quick, and that's it. It's like <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. it's like wow. It's like how exciting must your life be? <laughs> you know. But I, I I think personally, I think she did that. Cause she just didn't want to have to have sex with the guy for too long. <laughs> yeah, there was like no right. she really didn't want to like he's like okay that was good to you yeah but yeah yeah she's just trying to use him but like oh remember to you know give me my show or whatever yeah so yeah i mean what do you think overall about network do you feel like it predicted like did it predict stuff or was there like did they did they the screenwriter necessarily know what was coming were they fully aware of like yeah what i was think shaping up with the the news because obviously i think i'm not CNN, sure what year it was made yeah i feel like cnn was created in 1978 or something like shortly after network or after yeah bear with me like was it do do just bear with me so what year was network made 76 so and CNN was like two years later. Uh yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like that's the case, but I could be wrong. But, so, well, it was founded in 1980, so yeah, you. Okay, know, yeah. Like so like basically like toward I think it was sometime towards the late 60s, mm. where news stations yeah started um, realizing you could make money mm. on the news yeah. instead of just losing money. Yeah. So it was like an entire change across like the news like yeah. stations across like the entire like industry mm -hmm. where like and that's probably what spawned CNN yeah. later was because once by the late seventies <laughs> this had just joined us. Brutus, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> So basically, by the late seventies, it basically completely changed, mm. which could allow for something like CNN yeah. to come into existence. Interestingly, right? you also have around this time, you have the newspapers changing, right? Yeah. So you have like uh, Murdoch um, buying up News of the World, which mm -hmm. was like a straight broad broadsheet paper. It wasn't a tabloid, but yeah. he made it into like the the tabloid that it became you know with all the yeah. you know buying the sun newspaper in the uk and making it and then going to buy the new york post um yeah and rupert murdoch of course came founded fox news yeah and he's yeah. like one of the like powers that be insiders good friends with people like henry kissinger mm. Mm. he probably attends things like the bilderberg meetings yes which is why Fox he's News those, doesn't talk like, about things like the Bilderberg meetings. Yeah, he's okay. like one of those old men that basically doesn't die. Yes. It's like there's a bunch of them. Yeah. They're, they're like the, vampire class. Like, seriously. But yeah, so you have like this real shift from at the time of like the news being, you know, some old man behind a desk just telling you, hello, today. So yeah. so happened, and but now it's it like, went from hard news in the sixties yeah. to by the late seventies, like mm. it's like at least seventy to eighty percent soft news. But do you think now? Like, yeah. Do you think like base 
Like when they're telling you about like, oh, some criminal did this today. That's yeah. soft news. Britney when they're Spears telling you did, like no. about some product, that's yeah. soft news. Yeah. And they're telling you about the any celebrity human, at all. The human interest story. Yeah, yeah. human interest stories. Mm. Like that's all soft news stuff. That's all yeah, that is. Yeah, and it's like, does that really like help you with your everyday life? Like, do you need to know about this no. stuff? Like, I don't necessarily, like, care about, you know, Britney Spears yeah. and what she is up to and that sort of stuff. But you find yourself, like, being sucked into this yeah. weird... But the average IQ in America mm. is far below yours. So, basically, like, those people <laughs> with the low <laughs> IQ, they don't want to know hard news. Mm. They want to wake up and hear about Britney Spears flashing knives, or they want yeah, to hear like about what is going on there. That's like really you know, bizarre. what I mean, like they just they don't care mm. about like yeah what the in depth analysis of like Israel versus Palestine is and how it is involved in the Belt and Road Initiative. It's because right? they just like, all this stuff <laughs> like, is like it's complicated and to actually like, and there's nothing they can do time. about it time about to it yeah. you know you have to like actually research things and it's out there like you can you know i'm not like even you... sure some people would understand it like right. i think there's some people in our society that are low iq and just wouldn't be able to process the information honestly mm. yeah like i really do think that like these like 70 iq people can't process like geopolitics i mean I you think know most people can't unless you actually so like I say, devote a lot of time to it and, you know, research it and read through all the stuff and, and a lot of it is, like, it's always disguised, you know, in the way that it's presented. It's all very, you've got to read between the lines, like, yeah, you know, it's a lot of it's, like, numbers and statistics and stuff and, like, nobody wants to deal with that. That's yeah, true. and comprehension in America, which is one of the most advanced countries in the world, mm. is the third grade level. Oh, that's scary. On average. Well. So, like, geez. and what do you think that's going up or down with everyone? I, I, I really, you know, I don't want to know. It's <laughs> a either. really troubling thing to think like, about. They're like, just above Maddie, like oh my, my daughter. Yeah. Like, they read just a little bit better than her. Oh, no. That's not good. That's, that's your average citizen. That's not good. That's, that's what we're dealing with all. out there. <laughs> please that's read why more. when people are in like line please in front of you more. and they can barely order, it's like they can barely read the menu. <laughs> I wish people okay. like people should read more. There's like definitely great books out there to read. Um, and great films to watch, like, you yeah. know, like Network. So anyways. Has been a review of. <laughs> Well, that works kind of like, you know, one of these movies that is very uh, predictive of mm. the society that we would be in in the future. And it resonates so much right. with us because of just, the situation we're now in. Yeah. I was just wanted like, to say, uh, uh, put something towards you. So when Howard Beale gets his show and uh, he's obviously got all the other people on there like this the, the truth teller or whatever it is mm -hmm. but the way he, he's presented uh with like the ch the church stained window behind him you mm -hmm. know 
you can picture the set that it is. Yeah. Um, that's obviously like the studio are trying to, you know, the news corporation are trying to push him as like a messiah type of character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like um, the filmmakers are just trying to say trying to say how like religion has become ex exploited oh yeah in, in absolutely yeah so yeah. I, I just thought it was like an interesting because they knew like based on the things mm. that he was saying that the christian right right would resonate with what he was saying mm. so they just marketed it to that right. they were like put in some glass stained windows yeah get him dressed like a and look at everyone Everyone that is like a so-called truther, they all claim to be all LARP as Christians, right? Even though they're like constantly going against, that not sort of like acting yeah. like good Christians, mm. but they like LARP as that. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that like I'm the perfect Christian, no. but like right. you know, I'm not I, Alex. I I'm not Alex Jones who's gotten like lap dances from Blair White. Okay. <laughs> Um, no, but I mean, a lot of them do, a lot of, a lot of this is kind of, like, you see it with politicians all the time. Like, they pretend to be, well, I don't know if they pretend, they might be, but they obviously, um, say one thing and then do another, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, how, like, Joe Biden, he's supposedly a Catholic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, like. Yeah, he's supposed, that's true. Technically. Yeah, I, and and also, <laughs> it's not just like likes of the people on the left, but you know, you said the people on the right, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's still interesting that even in today's society, where obviously lots, you know, the numbers of people who are identify as Christian have dropped dramatically, there's still people who, you know, try to invoke that you know as the, the you know someone who is a, a preacher you know delivering mm. a you know it's you know like delivering the truth through religious you know yeah i mean i think there are people that are honest about mm. like delivering the truth through that yeah like, I don't think everyone that is, you know... No, I think... But yeah. it's obviously something that's ingrained in our, like, consciousness that we associate, like, the truth being, like, in yeah, a religious setting the, yeah. and also the truth being, you know, someone dressed in a suit behind a desk, yeah. you know? And I, yeah, I wonder, yeah. like, um, are we ever going to reach a point where that changes and we, we associate... You know, someone telling the truth or being, you know, providing us with the truth, news and information as in another form, in another yeah. uh, well, style. I think they are, and I mm -hmm. think they are doing it right now. They're hitting like <laughs> and subscribe on this video. And they're saying, We're getting our true information from uncensored cinephiles. <laughs> And they're not wearing suits. No. I'm they're not. wearing pregnant bellies. I'm wearing a smock. <laughs> As it's called. So I'm wearing a hippie smock. A hippie smock. Yeah. Cartman's gonna lock you up in his basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. 
All right, thank you all for watching. This has been our review of Network. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think B will be uploading a bunch of videos to yes, the channel. I will be. I'll be a bit more active on this channel. I'm going to be uh, discussing some... I found some interesting things that I will, you know, will be bringing to the channel, but uh, mostly it's stuff about, like, lost movies and uh, Iceberg of lost movies and going through them and discussing them in a bit more detail which I think people might find fascinating it's obviously yeah. different to the content that we do here but I, I, I think there's like a lot of it is can be tied into um, conspiracy and mm -hmm. in lots of ways and like why certain movies haven't been released yeah it should or, be great yeah and of course like you know there'll be obvious we will we've got a ton of films that we want to review and we have another movie meme mayhem maybe um, coming up potentially <laughs> so uh, make sure to check out for the live streams and things like yeah, that yeah and the halloween so. as well we've got to get something planned for halloween oh yeah definitely let us know what movies you want us to review for halloween mm. we'll have to do a special halloween movie review so yeah. any scary or very Spooky oh, movies. I don't know. Don't give us anything too scary. I, I don't yeah, know super scary. No. Give us something funny, like yeah. a funny scary movie. Very scary. Not a scary one. And then everyone vote on which movie is the best. So whichever proposal gets the uh, most likes in the comments, <laughs> that'll be the movie we uh, review for Scary Halloween. Mm. So. Thank you all for no, watching I our think, network review. I don't think we should give people the choice. I don't want people going to recommend something really horrible and I'm not going to be able to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. The choice is yours. Do you torture me or do you make her happy? Make me happy. We'll see you in the comments. <laughs> Thank you all for Bye. watching. See this has later. been the Network Deep Dive on Uncensored Cinephiles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.